Hi friends, Pastor Matt here from Cornerstone Church in Marshfield. Welcome to the Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. And uh, it's an exciting day because if you've been joining us in our Bible reading plan that are that is connected to our Cornerstone Connections, congratulations. You made it to day 100. If you haven't been connected to that Bible reading plan, please know you're still welcome to join us. We'd love for you to do that. You can just click the link that's attached to this video. Hope you all had a great Easter weekend. And uh, as a celebration of Easter weekend, we're going to spend some time in the book of Leviticus this morning. How exciting, right? No, but as we've been <laughs> talking about in this journey through Leviticus, uh, it, it clearly does. All of Scripture points us to Jesus. We're going to see that again today. So we make our way into Leviticus chapter 14. And what we see in Leviticus chapter 14 is what it would take for a person who had an infectious disease, not limited to leprosy, but like leprosy, um, and could be other infectious disease. And this person would have been, as we'll see in chapter 13, declared unclean. And so that meant something quite uh, specific and quite depressing, to be honest with you. If we turn back to chapter 13, verse 45 and 46, if a person was declared unclean, having an infectious disease like leprosy or leprosy itself, this is what would be the reality. Listen to this. Verse 45, 46, chapter 13. The person with such an infectious disease must wear torn clothes, let his hair be unkempt, cover the lower part of his face, and cry out, unclean, unclean. As long as he has the infection, he remains unclean. He must live alone. He must live outside the camp. He must live basically in isolation outside of the community that he previously know, knew. And, and, and yes, maybe he has a new community with other lepers or people with infectious disease. But ugh, isn't this a sad and depressing reality for people who had this infectious disease and or a leprous disease? Very sad, very depressing. And then we get to verse 14. And if there was one of these people who thought, I think I'm on my road to being clean. I think I am ceremonially clean, or I'm at least clean to the point that a priest could declare me as such. There was still more work to be done. And much of chapter 14 is dedicated to that. Let me just read a portion of scripture for us from chapter 14 of Leviticus, starting in verse 1. Here's what it says. Join me there. The Lord said to Moses, These are the regulations of the diseased person at the time of his ceremonial cleansing, when he is brought to the priest. The priest is to go outside the camp and examine him. If the person has been healed of his infectious skin disease, the priest shall order that two live clean birds and some cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop be brought for the one to be cleansed. Then the priest shall order that one of the birds be killed over fresh water in a clay pot. He is then to take the live bird and dip it together with the cedar wood, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop into the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water. Seven times he shall sprinkle the one to be cleansed of the infectious disease and pronounce him clean. Then he is to release the live bird in the open fields. But we're not done. Verse 8. The person to be cleansed must wash his clothes, shave off all his hair, and bathe with water. Then he will be ceremonially clean. After this, he may come into the camp. But he must stay outside his tent for seven days. On the seventh day, he must shave off all his hair. He must shave his, uh, his head, his beard, his eyebrows, and the rest of his hair. He must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water, and he will be clean. On the eighth day, he must bring two male lambs and one ewe lamb a year old, each without defect, along with three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering and one log of oil. The priest who pronounces him clean shall present both the one to be cleansed and his offerings before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Anybody tired yet? <laughs> 
I get exhausted just thinking of all that needed to be done to go from unclean to clean. And that's just through verse 11. And starting in verse 12, it goes on all the way through verse 32 about what must be done. And again, when we look at all of that and all the regulations and all the ceremonies that needed to happen for somebody to go from unclean to clean, and then we turn to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8. We read this starting in verse 1. When he, that being Jesus, came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, he didn't say unclean, unclean, because he must have known Jesus was different. He said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Verse 3, Jesus reached out his hand, touched the man, touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cured of his leprosy. And then Jesus said to him, and catch how Jesus doesn't, again, he didn't come to abolish the law, he came to fulfill the law. He says, see that you don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded. Leviticus 14, as a testimony to them. Praise God <laughs> for sending Jesus Christ, the all-sufficient sacrifice, the one who can receive us as unclean, and in the words of his mouth, he can make us clean. Praise God. Friends, let me encourage you today there's anything that you know of in your heart that you would say, man, I think before God, <laughs> I'm, I'm unclean. It needs to be confessed. Don't be ashamed. Instead, come to your Heavenly Father through Christ. Just come to Him, confess it, and allow the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and the Great High Priest, Jesus Christ, to make you clean and to declare you clean for a perfect and holy God. Have a great day, friends. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.